0: This is an extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast of a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education.
1: All right, we have one more informational item, uh, our 2022-23 budget update. It is that time of the year. Dr. Swift, would you like to take it?
0: Very good. Thank you, uh, trustees. This is our normal third week of May meeting (laughs) <laughs> that trustees are very accustomed to. This is where um, Ms. Minick will bring forward the three versions of the budget that have been set out uh, by the executive, the governor, by the Senate, and by the House. And Ms. Minick, I know she is in um, <coughs> meetings with six employee groups over last week and this week and doing lots and tonight she has taken time out to join us. Here she is on Zoom. Um, and Miss Minnick is going to set this out. Now, trustees, you know that while we are watching uh, this budget activity with the governor, the Senate, and the House, um, you understand that we have nothing confirmed at this point, And we've already uh, been informed that We will not have a state budget by June 30th. At least that is the feeling. Uh, We are looking ahead to Friday's revenue consensus to see if the January numbers uh, that you all are aware of, if they're kind of holding up or if there's going to be a change this spring. Over the coming two weeks, I will be in conversations with each of you around how we are moving forward uh, with our own budget, but just the lay of the land is we will by we are by law required to pass a balanced budget by June 30th. We will not have the answers by that time, uh, so we will continue it to have conversations. And as we've had to do on many years, we will pass a balanced budget and then, of course, work through the process of amendments uh, as needed. Once we know more details, uh, whenever they come through, perhaps later this summer uh, is is our hope. So at this time, Miss Minick, it's always like uh, I don't want to say like opening a gift because it hasn't always felt like a gift, but opening a package, at any rate, uh, to see what's inside of the proposed budget. So we'll just give the rest of it to you uh, to tour us through what
2: what we know so far. Thank you for that introduction, uh, Dr. Swift. And uh, yes, this evening, we will review the school aid fund proposals uh, presented by uh, the governor, otherwise known as the executive budget proposal in the House and the Senate. Uh, so with that, uh, just as a, as a brief overview, um, we will take a look at that budget process, both uh, from the state level and within the Ann Arbor public schools uh, and then review those proposals and what they could mean for Ann Arbor uh, public schools and then identify our next steps. So here in front of us we see just an excerpt from the budget development timeline within our district. The the kickoff really for next year's fiscal year budget is the, the first consensus revenue estimating conference. Sometimes that that is called the CREC or the CREC. And that is held uh, by the state of Michigan, where we will hear from, uh, and in January, where we heard from uh, economists with U of M's uh, research seminar in quantitative economics. Uh, We heard from the House fiscal agency and the Senate fiscal agency, uh, and they uh, gave forth their estimates and their projections For revenues at the state level, both for the state's general fund, general purpose, as well as the school aid fund. Uh, So then the next step then is the release of the governor's proposed budget, which is based on that uh, consensus revenue estimating conference, the information that was brought forth there. She incorporates that into her budget, and that was released February 9th. The next steps that occurred during the months of March, April, and May then are the release of the Senate, and the release of the House proposed budgets. And then here this evening, we will review those budgets, review some of those highlights. And then of course, throughout the month of May, we are having conversations uh, with our teams around what those uh, proposals may mean for our district as a whole and for schools in general. Uh, And then we look forward to Friday, as Dr. Swift mentioned, for the second Consensus Revenue Estimating Conference. And again, we will just hear from those economists and the state budget office, the House Fiscal Agency, the Senate Fiscal Agency, and they will just update and refresh those revenue projections, both for this fiscal year, but also for the next two years in the future. So with that summary in mind, let's take a look at uh, those proposals. The Executive Budget Proposal was released back in February, as we said, and then the Senate Proposal and the House Proposal were both just released at the beginning of May. The the biggest question that I often receive is, what does it mean for Ann Arbor Public Schools? How much money will we be getting? And that primary uh, funding for schools is the foundation allowance. That is a per-pupil allocation. And so for Ann Arbor Public Schools, uh, we see there were three different proposals. The executive budget proposed a level of $435 per pupil, and that would equate to about $7.3 million for our district. The Senate budget proposal included a per per pupil increase of $450 per pupil, and for Ann Arbor Public Schools, that would equate to about $7.5 million of an increase. The House included a proposal of $300 per pupil. So quite a bit of a difference there uh, from the executive or the Senate proposal. And that would equate to about an increase of $5 million for Ann Arbor public schools. And so the question may be, how do they arrive at those figures? So all three of those proposals uh, is a continuation of a traditional blend of student counts. So in other words, the funding for next fiscal year will be a weighted approach where 90% of the funding will be based on the count of pupils in the fall, but 10% of it will be weighted toward the count that we just had this past February. So a bit of the student count does pertain to the prior school year. So this is an overview of what these proposals could potentially mean. But of course, the final budget may be one of these or none of these. Uh, We just don't know at this time. But we begin to see some of the budget priorities uh, given forth in these proposals. Alongside of the per pupil amount for schools then, are also some funding allocations for special student populations. And these are allocations that are in addition to those per pupil foundation allowances. And these are the programs that generally have more costly educational needs. So just about every year, we will see uh, funding noted for special education, Uh, at-risk program funding for at-risk students, Uh, Great Start Readiness Program funding, which is an early childhood program uh, for families with need, and then career and technical education uh, costs are often reimbursed. So those are four pockets of of monies that are traditionally um, allocated or seen in those budget proposals. So you can see in the executive budget, there are increases proposed for all of those buckets of funding. At the Senate level, uh, that proposal did not propose any increases, uh, but rather just a continuation or maintaining the current funding for those areas. In the House, uh, it's a mixed uh, proposal. We see an increase in special education costs, uh, even in excess of what the executive proposal was, um, but no change at all in the at-risk level of funding. Uh, but some increases in the GSRP program and uh, career and technical education. Now, the proposals for School Aid Fund also included a variety of other types of funding. Uh, This year, we see in each of those proposals, uh, monies allocated for educator recruitment and retention programs and incentives. And this is in response to the fact that we are seeing a dramatic uh, shortage of educators, teachers, uh, and a variety of personnel across schools, and Ann Arbor Public Schools is, is not unique in that position. This is across the country, uh, just having a shortage of teachers. So all of these budget proposals allocate funding to address that shortage. Uh, and I should mention that in the executive budget, this, these are dollars that were allocated in a supplemental proposal for this current fiscal year, as well as the allocations in the executive budget for next fiscal year. So some of these numbers for the executive budget look a little inflated, and that is why. Uh, But yet, we can see that in the governor's proposal, quite a bit of money there allocated for educator recruitment and retention. uh, And the Senate, a very small amount compared to the executive and the House proposals, Uh, with the house using a combination of school aid fund monies but also the state's general fund and some federal dollars there there's also quite a bit of allocation for mental health supports and grants for schools next year in the executive proposal again we see quite a bit of money uh, and then the house falling uh, midway between uh, the senate and the executive proposals there and dollar wise the school safety supports and grants is a a bucket of funds that was noted in all of these proposals as well. And you can see there's a mix there of grants, which often have uh, restrictions around how the money can be used. uh, And as well, some uh, differences between whether they are grants or whether they are to be used for safety assessments uh, or for a variety of other purposes around school safety. But again, the range of dollars that are noted or allocated vary quite a bit. And then there are some other highlights, some other types of funding not mentioned across all of the, all of the proposals, uh, such as the Senate proposing about $70 million toward learning loss supports. And in the House proposal, uh, $65 million in federal funds to be allocated for after-school programs, and then uh, quite a bit of money for retirement system earmarks. And in that proposal, there's quite a bit of money allocated toward what is called the UAAL. That stands for the Unfunded Actuarial Accounting Liability, meaning that there is some unfunded uh, monies there for uh, the retirement system, um, a a shortage, if you will, uh, and then quite a bit of money allocated toward the Retirement Reserve Fund. So on this slide, we see just a variety of buckets or types of allocations, categories of allocations, and within within each of those, a very broad spectrum of dollar values that are being proposed. So what this means for Ann Arbor Public Schools or any individual school, we're not quite sure, but what is evident is that there is quite a bit of money to be allocated uh, in some way. So that is good news. So what are our next steps? At the state level, the state will host the second Consensus Revenue Estimating Conference on Friday, and we will learn quite a bit there as to whether the revenues projected in January will hold, Uh, and those projections were very healthy. Um, The state is carrying forward about $2.8, $2.9 billion into this current fiscal year, and they are expected to carry forward again about $3 billion uh, toward the next year. So that is substantial. And uh, the January revenues that were estimated were at about uh, $16 billion, which is, again, a very healthy revenue level for the the school aid fund. So out of that estimating conference, uh, we will see the House and the Senate work toward what is known as a consensus budget they will reach agreement on the education budget or the school aid fund budget. Uh, And they will do so also on the general fund side. But in years past and in the most recent years, we have seen an effort by our legislature to try to uh, adopt, or at least have a a lot of work toward finalizing a school aid budget so that schools can use those uh, indicators to uh, develop and adopt Uh, their school level budget, because by law we are required to adopt a budget by June 30 for the following school year. School district fiscal years begin July 1st, even though school may not start to the fall, but our fiscal year begins July 1st, whereas at the state level, their fiscal year begins October 1st, so there's a bit of a timing difference there, and we do appreciate when the legislature can make those efforts to try to have a school aid fund budget uh, somewhat outlined for schools by the end of June. And the next steps within Ann Arbor Public Schools uh, from Friday on includes having our Board of Education approve a budget public hearing. Uh, That action will be recommended at the May 25th board meeting. And then uh, the district will publish a notice uh, notifying our community of that public hearing. Uh, And then on uh, June 15th, then we will bring forward the final budget amendment for the current school year, as well as the budget recommendation for next school year. That first briefing will be held on June 15, along with that first public hearing on next year's budget. It is also at the June 15th meeting where uh, we'll recommend for board adoption the millage resolution for next uh, fiscal year. And then we will have the second briefing on those proposed budgets. Again, the final budget amendment for this year, next year's budget, and again, a second public hearing on next year's budget at the June 22nd board meeting. And then should the board uh, agree to then adopt those budgets Uh, so that we will be in compliance with uh, the General Appropriations Act to have that adopted by June 30th. We do have one additional board meeting scheduled for June 29th, should we need that for some reason. So those are the next steps within the Ann Arbor Public Schools. Uh, So that is just a very brief overview of some of the highlights that uh, have been presented in the executive Uh, budget, as well as the Senate and the House budget proposals, and what we can expect as next steps. Uh, We don't have a lot of information about how that, how these uh, proposals may impact Ann Arbor Public Schools specifically, um, or really how those monies might be allocated across programs or across initiatives. But yet the, I think a positive takeaway from these proposals is that all three, uh, three, entities the governor the, the the state budget office the house fiscal and the senate fiscal agencies all agree that there's quite a bit of money at least to be distributed to schools so but then i'm happy to take any questions that you may have this evening thank you miss
1: minick um i would just like to say thank you miss Minnick, for making this very um digestible and uh very clear and i hope our community takes a look at this to understand how important our legislators are, our House representatives and our Senate and our governor are, and how they play a huge role in the quality of education that we're able to deliver, because it does cost money, to deliver a quality education. And, um, and I hope that they will advocate on our behalf to the various representatives in Lansing to make sure that they understand that um, our kids are suffering and they need. Additional. I mean, we were we've been making you know straw into gold every year, and now that there is a little bit of extra in the budget, that that the legislators start loosening the purse strings a bit and actually address the needs. So that we can provide and be competitive in the community in these um, careers of education yes. to uh, support our students that need those very important services So and specialized services. So please advocate to your legislators. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast featuring a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear Superintendent Swift talk about important AAPS issues and more. You can find out more about AAPS at a2schools.org.